0: name. Amen. You know, one of the things that people have forgotten about is what God has said He wants from His people. I didn't tell them to sing this one, but it ties in with my message. You see, when we read Exodus chapter 20, I don't know how many of us saw the two important things that God spoke about. There were only two things. they were not plenty. The first 11 verses talked about God. Your relationship with him. Then from verse 12 talks about your neighbor. I pray that you will understand this truth. So you will have a balanced understanding of Christianity. Praise the Lord. God who created us. And now many people have even forgotten that there is someone who created them. Life is all about themselves. God who created us. He gave instructions in the Old Testament and he said... Don't have no other thing like God. Today, those of you whose jobs have become God's to you, remove them. Work. The Bible said so. But don't let work become your God. Don't. Don't. Let God be God for you. Praise the Lord now when there is a violation of this truth i tell you you will not make it this love that god expects from us may i say to you don't substitute it don't do it don't let anything come in between now we are living like a group of people many people not only us many people are having this idea Of you know, I must do this, I must do that for myself. And then on Sunday, I just come to church and just dump little few cities in there. To just let God who is so poor have some offering and some tithe. You know, let me tell you something. This matter we are talking about is more than that. Praise the Lord. He said, you shall not have any other God beside me. Don't crave. Don't cut. Don't, 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 don't wave. Don't construct anything to become like God. I beg you. I pray that you will come to that understanding that God will be your God. And he will forever have a special place in your heart. Worship him. I love that sentence in that song that was led by Pastor Joe. Ha! I will not be silent. I won't be silent. I'm excited about God. You, My crusade team, I don't know what they told you. The miracles. A four-year-old girl who has never walked before. They brought her. It was, I mean, that was last year. And then this, this year that they did. They, they brought her, and when I went, they brought this girl Russia in and said, "Do you remember this guy? I said, "I don't remember." I said, "Do you remember that when you step out of the crusade field and a, a platform, and they brought her because the mother was so worried, has never walked before, and you prayed for her? As soon as you people took off, she started walking. And then the mother, the grandmother, was the one who brought her for that miracle." Because of that this time, the mother herself was around with a heavy load. And then she said, ha, if these people have come there, I'm coming again. She came and they have another sister who has been sick for many years. When she goes to secondary school, ill. But this sister, because of what she saw what the Lord had done on her daughter, came in, stood in for her, and immediately she was also healed. She was not there on the ground, but she was healed. Hallelujah. Now, you can ask them. These days I said I won't talk much about what the Lord is doing. Honestly, because of that, I want to hate out there. Because I've seen that. God has something, and if I sit down, I will not fulfill my ministry. Anyway, it's for another talk. Praise the Lord. You are remembering me? I don't remember everything else. (laughs) The man is trying to point out to me. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to preach. Praise the Lord. Now, listen to me, brethren. This God that we have, I'm begging you. I want you to love him and make a special time for him one of the things that we are failing in our generation to do we are trying to be mr nice to everybody else but had forgotten about this god two important things that came from the whole law to the people of israel is god and your neighbor hallelujah and i tell you if you catch this revelation You will never backslide. And I've seen so many things from the scriptures. And even as I see people, how they order their lives. Sometimes as people get along with God, they used to be very obedient and humble and loving God and worshiping and praising God. It gets to a point, they forget all about God and it's all about people. Thank God for people. But may I announce it to you, you should maintain that it is God and man. Never forget that. One of the things the enemy is doing is watering on people's minds to let them think that it's a matter of being nice to one another. Muslim can be nice to one another, but maintain your position as a child of God and I will not be silent. I will always worship Him. We are forgetting We are not old i see charismatics have even changed pentecostals have changed it's all about what what god can do for you it's never about let's set some time aside for god and i'm not saying this for the church one for you as a person don't be silent I will always worship Him. In Mark chapter 12. Let me show you something. In the summary of in Exodus uh, chapter 20. Let's look at what somebody went to Jesus to ask in Mark chapter 12, verse 28. Mark chapter 12. Bible says, Then one of the scribes came and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked asked him. What is the first commandment of all? Everybody say first commandment of all. In other words, what is the most essential thing that I must give my heart to? What is the most... First is first. If you are second, you are third. You are second and third. But first will always be what? First. Praise the Lord. So one person... Came around, Jesus had already destroyed some things that they were talking on in the earlier verses. And somebody who thought he was so smart comes to ask, who is this man? instead of trying to figure out who he is, he comes around and I must test him and let him and find out for my own self whether he really knows. He comes to test Jesus. So says the Bible. Jesus answered him. And I love that. Jesus said the first. Jesus didn't change it. Jesus said, first of all commandments. First of all commandments is, here, O Israel. Love the Lord your God, our God. The Lord is one. I want to pause for a minute. May you ask yourself, do I love God? How do I express my love for him? You know, husbands and wives are here. And I have observed something. Women are especially made, eh? Praise the Lord. <laughs> If you are there and you don't show signs to show to your wife that you love her, that alone can let her have dementia. They don't want anything. All they want want is an assurance of your love. She cooks for you. She does everything for you. And you just go about around as if nothing is happening. Very soon her face will raise up. Will come up. Will rise. But when they begin to hear compliments. Appreciation. You are fine. Hallelujah. Now. We cannot live our lives as if there is no God. When I mentioned about charismatics, what I meant by us is that these days, if people are praying, they are praying because they are in need. Are you hearing me? They are praying because they are asking. It has nothing to do with, oh God, I will not keep silent. I will always worship you. You are such a good God. You have been so kind to me. You have loved me. When I was sinning, you came around and saved my life. You delivered me. You have seen to it that anything that I touch blesses, It gets a blessing from you. Ah, what a good God you are. This is, now we have thrown all those things away, and now if somebody, what I'm saying, if I'm wrong, tell me, if people are now going to fast and pray, it's about how they can break through. You love God and see, when a man loves the Lord, he doesn't care for what he needs. God cares for what he needs. I know what I'm talking about. I don't remember the last time I asked anything of God from me. I just love him. I just praise him. I just want him to know that he's all I need. And he too wants us to connect with him. And so in trying to let the people who at the time that Christ had not come to understand, he said, listen to me, my people. You have to love me. You simply have to love me because I created you in my own image. Praise the Lord. And so this man comes around, and, and then Jesus re- responds, The first of all, everybody say, First of all, the most important and critical matter is this here, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord He is one. Love him with all of your heart. Now the next verse says. And you shall love the Lord your God. With all of your heart. With all of your soul. With all of your mind. With all of your strength. This is the first commandment. Are you listening? Child of God. Please take note. Bring fire into your life. Bring fire into your Christian walk by deliberately deciding that you will love God. Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? Just after today's service, decide that I'm going to be a lover of God. I'm going to love God. For Jesus himself said, it's the first of all the commandments is the first of all the commandments today if you can hear somebody firing you see him praying on the field in the church hey, you can't take my husband you cannot take this it, it has its place it's all right place because we need to pray and also deal with the devil because he's not our friend but sometimes the concentration is so much on these that we forget the most, crucial, the most crucial thing which has been mentioned. This is the first commandment. Praise ye the Lord. The next one says that. And the second is like this. That you shall love your neighbor as yourself. This is no other... There is no other commandment greater than this. Now I've seen two important things. When a man becomes a lover of God, one of the things I have discovered of late is that when a man becomes a lover of God, automatically he becomes a a lover of his neighbor. You didn't say amen. Thank you, brother. It's a secret. When a man loves God, it's not difficult for him to love his neighbor. But may I also tell you that there is a tendency of switching the scripture to loving your neighbor and neglecting the love of God. It is there. It's possible. People can do all things to show that they love, but that one will never be genuine until the love of God is flowing from your life. Hallelujah. And may I also announce to you, that when everybody else sees that you are a lover of people and you are wonderful, you are a giver, you are great. Everybody else sees that this is a great brother, this is a great sister. And then the other one has been neglected. You stand the risk of losing your eternal life. You think I'm joking? Come with me to First John chapter, chapter 5. And I will show you a few things. I won't preach for longer. I will compress it quickly. The Bible says that First John chapter 5, verse 1. The Bible says that, who you know, put it to me in, 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 Mama, are you there in NLT? NLT. NLT. I love NLT. Okay. Listen to this.
1: Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God.
0: That's number one.
1: And everyone who loves the Father loves his children ah, too.
0: Did you hear that? Everyone who loves their father loves his children too. So if you do not love God, you cannot love the children of God. Did you hear that? You can try to be nice. The people who do most giving, do they love God? Huh? You fear? They don't love God but I can give. I used to have a, a Muslim friend years ago. Now he's not my friend. I can't even find him. Thank God I can't find him. Of course, he too he was taking advantage of me. It wasn't proper love. I used to work for KLM and I was the manager and he wanted anytime he was traveling, he wanted to be upgraded and sit in the business class, which I could just pen down and say put him in business class. He, was, he became my friend and become wise. so I won't mention his name. So this guy, when my father died, I was still Kofi man. He gave me a pickup. Whole pickup. Use it any, in fact, it was such a blessing, eh, to see to the burying of my father. And then he said to me, anytime you need it. Now I, let me be honest with you. I never found a friend who was so generous. But later I discovered that it was Bibinti. It was not the lover. Because if I were to tell you how he ended up, you'd be shocked. I was tempted in so many ways in the days that I was working. And I thank God. I think that the Christ in me saved my life. You know, I, he became my friend because he thought he could use me for something else. And any time we were chatting, he was dropping hints, and I was not hearing that. And I think he came to a conclusion that I couldn't deceive this one. Later, Uncle Joe, the guy was caught with cocaine in the Kenke in New York, and I said, "Uh-huh, no, sure." But any time we're talking, there were things he was talking I didn't understand. And I didn't pay any attention. So at the time that he borrowed me the pickup for my father's burial, do you think it was a pure love? My own construction, but I've tried. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So when people are doing good to people, it's not because they love. No, this scripture is telling us that everyone who believes that Jesus Christ has become a child, believes in Jesus Christ has become a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. Praise the Lord. Next one to verse 3. We know we love God's children. If we love God and obey his commandments. The only person who can obey the word of God is a child of God. If you are not a child of God, you may try, but you cannot do it to the end. Praise the Lord. And the verse number three says that loving God means keeping his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. Praise the Lord. Now, when you, when you love God, there is a flow. When you are doing things for people, you don't count the cost. You, things don't move you. Even giving to the ministry is not a problem. You are not doing it for the ministry's sake. You are doing it because you are a lover of God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And so may I ginger you brethren and myself this morning that I want you to focus on the love of God. Let it be such an expressive something that you love God. Some of us have become very, I don't know how to put it, but the love is not there. Some of us are even being cranked to even fellowship at church. No, if you love God, no one else will tell you that be in the flow of God. Of the people together in the presence of the Lord, lover of God, lover of God, being someone who loves God. And Exodus was so very clear. It's all about God and then your love for your neighbor. It's all about God and your love for your neighbor. These two most critical, whatever. In fact, the the, the, the laws and the prophets they hang on these two things hallelujah. And so I want you to decide that I'm going to be a lover of God. I'm going to think about God. I'm going to offer. You see, when we read the scripture, which we are coming back, switch back to Mark chapter 12, you will see the things he, he listed. You love him with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might. How is it possible to, to, to you know, it is impossible that there wouldn't be, let me put it this way, Emotions cannot be hidden when you love God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your might. Every, in other words, everything about you is carrying you to become a lover of God. Praise the Lord. We'll read all the way down. No, 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 no stay here. I want to show them a few things and quickly we'll move into it. The next scripture on this one, continue, is that so the scribe, did you read 31? Did you put 31? Then the second is this, that you love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. No other commandment greater than these. Now the guy, verse 32, the Bible says, So the scribe said to him, Well said, teacher. You have spoken the truth. For there is one God and there is no other. Praise the Lord. The next one he says that, And to love him with all of your heart, and with all of your understanding, and with all of your soul, and with all of your strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is more than all the whole bent offering and sacrifices. I pray that there will be such a balance in this matter. But I want to establish that loving God is the first step. If you don't love God and have not made enough provision in your love for God, whatever you are doing towards one another is artificial. Praise the Lord. Quickly, let me tell you some benefits that will come when you have gotten it right. But let's quickly have a look at this story that we know we have told it so much in this church. I want you to pick up something quickly from Matthew chapter 19 verse 16. I'll read it quickly. Or Mama will read it, I think all the way to 22. And then we will quickly come back. And pick up something crucial from this.
1: Now behold, one came and said to him, Good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? So he said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep Hmm. the commandments. He said to him, Which ones? Jesus said, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all these things I have kept from my youth, what do I still lack? Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go, sell what you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. Amen. 22. But, but when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Amen.
0: Don't you think it's a good time to say amen? amen. One more time, amen? amen. And I, I love this story. God has given me so much dimensions to it, and I'm excited. Here comes somebody who wants eternal life. Here comes somebody. and Everybody who is sitting here wants eternal life. Is there anybody who doesn't want eternal life? Here comes somebody who wants eternal life. And then he comes to ask the Lord, What is it that I must do that I may have eternal life? And I love the wisdom of Jesus now. It blows me. Jesus, knowing the state of that man, knowing that he has been very careful... To do the other side of the commandment. Hallelujah. Brought him to sports. Oh, I love the way Jesus said, you know the commandment, switch quickly. You, you, no, 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 go back. Okay, let's start from the 16 and I will show you quickly what I want. Huh. What did this man want? I want to hear you. What did he want? Now, I want to hear the congregation. What did he want? Thank you. Now you're coming along. He wanted eternal life. And so he comes to Jesus. And then he tells Jesus, you're a good man. What good thing that I must do to be able to... What good thing? What good thing that I must do to be able to have eternal life? And then Jesus comes around and he says, "Keep the commandment... I have, you know, for a long time, I sat down quietly and I said, I am surprised that Jesus did not jump straight from the beginning from Exodus chapter 20 verse 1. But I saw the wisdom and the power of Jesus. Jesus knew that this man has obeyed to do what the word of God says under compulsion. And may I say that there are many people who are like that. If you are like that, go back and start from number one. Be a lover of God. Praise the Lord. Now Jesus now begins to talk to him. The next verse. He said to him. The man begins to ask Jesus. He said to him, which ones, Lord? Jesus said, you shall Not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness. May I tell you something? One of the things I have discovered is that when people are in church and they have been able to keep themselves, they think they need credit for that. You don't need credit, it's your life. Don't sit here and text to somebody's wife. You are a pretty woman, I like your style. Do you know what the Bible describes you? (laughs) You're a dead man. No, I'm serious. If you fall in love with somebody's wife, you're a dead man. It is in the Bible. The man who had not even fallen in love with somebody's wife, Abimelech, for safekeeping, The husband and the wife have come and the man I don't know how he was looking but I think Abraham must have been wonderful but you see the wife was so pretty that as soon as they got there they said call oh fine the people like here I'm your brother oh, small sonny. and so they present themselves to Abimelech and Abimelech receives them Father Abraham says, we thank you for admitting us into your village. This is my sister. And Abimelech said, oh, that's a pretty sister. Can you give us a place to sleep? He says, no problem. You will sleep in room one. Your sister will sleep in room two. Because you have said that. They were sleeping in the night. Abimelech too didn't have any problem. In the night he was visited by God. And God said, do you know you're a dead man? He said, I'm a dead man. What did I do to become a dead man? And God said, do you know that that woman that you have kept in room two, the husband is the one in room one. He said, ah, uh-uh. ah he is the one who told me that's the sister and she too confirmed but amazingly the bible said god said to him in fact the man had not sinned had not hatched things in his heart and yet god comes around and tells him please he's a prophet Even the fact of having admitted them into various rooms you need to be prayed for because there's a play hanging on your head. You see sometimes people will sit in in church and they will text I love you. I will give you a job. You will give a job to somebody You are inviting your dead angel. Amen. Or you are sitting with somebody and you think that because the person is sitting by you, we can talk. Don't talk. From now on, everybody sit by your wife. He oh. you didn't say amen. If you're a young man, to sit by a young brother. If you're a young woman, sit by a young woman. Don't say that this is a nice one. Because you can be in trouble. Praise the Lord. Now the truth is this. Now this man finally was saved because he was able to argue his case. When he said, Lord, but in the integrity of my heart have I done this. I have not touched. I haven't woken up in the night to go and knock at a door. And God said, it's because... I also saw that there is integrity in you. That's why I have made provision for this to be resolved. Praise the Lord. And that is how Abimelech was saved. Now, the scripture that we are reading, go back, it's okay. The scripture that we are reading, Jesus is now drawing this man and to bring him to the omission that has been made. So Jesus now begins to talk and he says that, You shall love the Lord with all of your heart. No, sorry. Jesus begins to say, you know the commandment. Your love, your neighbor love you. The guy began to have some strength and some ego. I have done this all my life. You know, most of the time when people have lived right, they think that God should give them a credit. You can live right in the church and don't love God, you will go to hell. You didn't mind me by saying amen. Make God. Make God your everything, and it will be much easier to love your neighbor. To be much easier to save your neighbor. Hallelujah. And so now, Jesus has said, has, has spoken to him about all of that. But I love it. And then he goes on, no, your father, your mother keeps on and all of that. Now let's continue. Continue. Uh-huh. The, mind, the, the young man said to him, all these things I have kept from my youth, what do I still lack? And I love that phrase there. What do I still... Did Jesus, did Jesus say that you still lack something? No. But there was something inside of the man that was already indicating to him that what you are asking for, what you are asking for, have a full comprehensive syllabus. You have omitted one. And the most crucial one you have omitted. How I pray that everybody in this church will be a lover of God. And let me be honest with you when you're a lover of God, you don't backslide. When you're a lover of God, nothing will change your moods. When you're a lover of God, you don't quickly respond by saying, I am tired. When you are a lover of God, you are ready and eager to do everything that God wants you to do. And now, when Jesus had pointed the law, and because he had consistently been very careful to do unto his neighbor as required of him, he comes back and says, yes Lord, all this I have observed. And listen to what he said, from my childhood... I have done it. Do I still lack anything? Somebody may be here today. May I say this to you? You are doing very well. But you haven't touched the first one. Praise the Lord. And God sent me to come and tell you that it is better to switch to the first one. And the second one will be much easier to follow. Amen. Bible said, Jesus said to him, because he has said that, is there anything I still lack? The Bible said, Jesus said to him, If you want to be what? Are you listening? Can you please? This one, I'm the one asking. Can you ask your neighbor, Do you want to be perfect? Do you want your Christianity to be solid? Then, first of all, love God. Second of all, Love your neighbor. Hallelujah. Jesus now speaks. If you want to be perfect. And I was looking at the word perfect. If you want to be matured in your walk with God. You have done excellently with your neighbor. But we have a big issue. And bigger one. You haven't done well with God. May I say, with all humility, this Christianity, if the Lord has not opened your eyes, you can be Mr. Good and go to hell. I'm telling you. And when I say good, good in the sense of man. But you would have neglected the most crucial aspect, which is the love for God. I've seen it in my own life. As soon as I become, you know, because, you see, of the naturality of man, the aspect of man, you know, this flesh is not saved. And therefore, there are times that you become dull. I don't know whether you are understanding what I'm saying towards the things of god you are not studying you are not praying you are not fellowshipping with god you are not really making god like your own father you are not that is the naturality i mean things sometimes can hit you so hard that you can't even pray some of us sometimes can become so disturbed that the disturbance the little disturbance that comes into your life has made you become a backslider you don't even pray You are not able to study the word of God. Like one person told me, he said, Pastor, I don't have even appetite for the word of God. I said, you are on the wrong side. I have to tell the truth to the person. Every child of God who is in this place, listen to me. If your Bible studies life, your personal Bible studies life, your personal communication with God, getting up in the morning, I love you, Jesus. And I thank you for another beautiful day. I worship you. I won't keep silence. As long as I have breath, I will always praise you. If that thing has become, it has become a lack in your tongue, you are heading towards a dangerous place. I'm telling you. And this one I'm not talking about, the one that after you have fallen, then you come and join the congregation and try to revive. We have made you think that it is when you have joined the congregation and the voices of the many, then God will recognize you. Stop it. That's not a matter. You should love God all by yourself. You should be able to talk to God all by yourself. You should be able to read the word of God all by yourself. You should be able to hear the voice of God all by yourself. You should be corrected by the Holy Ghost all by yourself. you don't need that correction from nobody. For he has given you an unction that tells you that you are going wrong and you must be able to hear. Today we are raising people who, who everything is dependent on church. Everything now two hours, three hours we are going to leave here. And as soon as we leave here, some people will never touch their Bible until next week. Soon as we leave here, we are too busy with so many things. The Lord told me something. He said, what I showed you in the north. If you will continue to love me and be consistent, I will show you greater ways to blow your own mind. I want to love God. Some of us are too busy in so many things. I said to you, God has been waiting for your love. Some of us can sleep until the day dawn. Please get up. Please get up. Read your Bible and let the word of God talk to you. Some of us used to be wonderful. We are backsliding. Please don't be upset with you because it's better to give you a slap like this. Than to let you go to hell. Because you don't have any idea what hell is like. Some of us. We, you see let me tell you brethren. Some of us. Any of us who is sitting here today that when you are going wrong there is no prompting in your own heart something has gone amiss some of us are very proud in the foolishness we do because nothing will prick your conscience to say the way i spoke to my sister is not correct the way i spoke to my brother is not correct you your system is dead but by this communion there should be a revival now Jesus is pointing the matter to the brother. He said you have done well. You have obeyed. But do you know that where you want to enter you cannot owe until you go back to do what you have to do. And do you know when Jesus said to the man go and sell all that you have. Give to the poor. Then come and follow me. Do you understand the statement he was trying to say? Don't let anything stand between the love that you have to give it to me. Don't let. Don't let. Don't let. You want to go to heaven, you have come to ask me a question. It's okay. But I want to tell you, you are blocked at the gate of heaven. The reason is that you don't have the love for God. And you know, when he said, go and sell, give to the poor and come... If Jesus had not said, and come and follow me, I would say he wasn't making (laughs) reference to the love of God. You will follow only a man that you love, correct? Correct? Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. Let a young man fall in love with a young lady, and let a young lady fall in love with a young man. There can be a curfew in their house. They will meet. We chat small. The time is going on. And the other will say, let me see you off. And then they will stand here small and they will forget. And then they will come again. And by the time they have come, a few hours have passed. And the only thing they will say to them, I am Ray. What is making them do that? So-called love. I pray that somebody will love God. You see, what I'm talking about, sometimes I can't find the ways. I pray that somebody will love God to such an extent that even when sleep is about covering him, he will say, I have not spoken to God. <laughs> he will say, No, Father, today has been so busy that I have neglected you and I'm so sorry Please have mercy and do something about this. How can I sleep without talking to you? How can I sleep without reading your word? Oh, my father, this is an abomination. And whenever you rise up in that kind of understanding, something happens. The Holy Ghost revives you. You want to experience the Holy Ghost? These are some of the areas. He will bring the reviver. And then you begin to talk with God. I don't know how many of you can read the word of God and the word of God will jump, jump, literally jump and hit you and let you confess. That is the kind of work God wants for his child. Some of us, even leaders, can talk. They will say, oh, adding, my my mother in there Laboni, she says, and no I say man no be That's the generation. But let it not be. Let God talk to you. May I tell you a secret? When you are a lover of God, God can use even a brother's mouth, and you alone would understand it. You alone would understand the language. When you are a lover of God, certain situations can bring you the revelation of the word of God. And you know, ah, my God, please forgive me. But when you are not a lover of God, everything is black and white. One, two, three. As long as it's not one, two, three, you don't understand. I pray this morning that you will catch the revelation of being a lover of God. It will bring you eternal life. The young man is asking for eternal life and he was only practicing the law. Having eliminated the juicy aspect of it to love God with all of your heart. This afternoon, as I stop here and we come to Holy communion, may I ask you to bow your head. May I ask you to do one more thing. Do you really love God? Are you a Sunday worshiper? Are you only a person who somebody had to crank you before you can come? Are you only a somebody who, unless a prophet has said, there is somebody here who slept last night as on somebody's bed before you fear God, then you are not a child of God. Unless somebody has said, I see somebody who had a dream like this. Why should that be your encouragement? Would you want to talk to God? Maybe you know your own state. And you know that you are not doing well. Don't let anybody tell you. The Lord keeps reminding me of one secret. He said, Dennis... I want to tell you take this matter serious don't wait for encouragement from nobody just serve me by the word what you know is right to do in the word do it i don't know why god is so strong about that message to me as a person he said don't don't, don't look at nothing look at my word and let my word do the cleansing the cleansing by the word So many people are looking for encouragement. And brother if you can't get encouragement from the word of God may I tell you you are backslidden. And I'm not saying that brethren are not supposed to help. Please no no no. I am saying that God can speak to you as a child. Probably at this hour you are so low. You are low. You are low. You are not there. And you are saying pastor Help me out. And there may be people here also who don't even know Jesus Christ at all. You have not received him as your personal savior. He is not a lord to you. You are the only one who knows. May I beg you. (laughs) You are standing on a dangerous ground. If you have never received Jesus as your personal savior. Even if you have received him, but you said it with your mouth, but your heart was not in it. May I give you the opportunity to really receive him. You say, Pastor, I want you to pray with me that I may receive Jesus as my personal Savior and Lord. Wherever you are, you do the judgment yourself. You find your own state. And then the Lord would meet you. The Bible says, draw nigh to me and I will draw nigh to you. You are saying, Pastor, today I want to make it definite that I may experience Jesus. Wherever you are sitting, if you lift up your right hand, I will see you and I will pray for you. Somebody, God bless you. Lift it up high. At the back there, God bless you. All right. You want to give your life to Christ? Don't joke with it. God bless you, sister, over there as well. God bless you. Yes, who again? Quickly. Those of you with your hands up, may I ask you to quickly just stand, please? Don't be shy. Just stand. Stand. Sister, God bless you over there. God bless you. Brother, God bless you. Whoever is struggling, you know something? I want to tell you that this is life and Satan is speaking to your mind. Do you want to raise your hands? Shut Satan by saying, stop it and let me give my heart to the Lord. Who is going to do that? Brother, come. Sister, come. I meant I will pray for you. Come to me. All right? Come to me. You didn't raise your hands, but you are convicted. You want to come? Just come. And let's pray and receive Jesus into your life. It's very important. In my life, I had to receive Jesus. I don't know how many times, but I thank God that I did. And today I'm happy. I'm a holy man. Because he made me holy. He lives inside me. Hallelujah. He will make you. Put your hand on your chest, those of you. And, And sincerely say, Lord, I have come. Say it after me. Lord, I have come. I have come to you this afternoon. Because I want you to take over my life. I know I'm a sinner. I have not gained the victory to overcome sin. But this afternoon, this is my decision that you would forgive me. Please forgive me of all of my sins. Let the power of sin be terminated right now from my life in the name of Jesus. As I open my heart, I receive you as my Lord and as my personal Savior. Jesus, you are my Lord. Take over and rule over my life that I may live for you the rest of my days. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give me your hands. Lord, I just present these souls to you. They desire to know you and to love you. Let the power of the Holy Spirit, let the power of the Holy Spirit bring the total completion of their faith in you. Cause them to be hungry and thirsty for you. Cause them to chase after you, Lord, and show them your mercies. This I ask In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. Just follow the gentleman. They will talk to you and then you'll come back. God richly bless you. It's time to take Holy Communion.